0: I'm Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. So, I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, This is not a way that I've ever recorded a podcast before, but I wanted to try it. Uh, I'm actually driving in my car right now, and I have a pretty uh, lengthy little trip. I'm about to uh, head to the grocery store and pick up groceries because you know, who grocery shops anymore. Most of us call and, and do a curbside pickup or something like that. So that is what I am on my way to do. So how exciting is that? But I decided to do, I guess, sort of a uh, stream of consciousness uh, podcast and kind of uh, do something with no notes. I uh, had a conversation uh, this morning, which kind of gave me the idea of uh, of doing this podcast today. So um, what I wanted to talk about was I had a conversation. There's a guy that I know that I, I get a lot of, uh, my decorations and some of my, you know, the items that I'm collecting because I, you know, I talk about it enough to probably be annoying, I guess, but, uh, or at least I think, cause I think every, you know, I think I'm kind of annoying, but. I I eventually, one of the things, uh, one of the reasons I'm collecting all these things for uh, the Halloween Preservation Society is I want to open a museum at some point. So I have some people that I've come to know that will point me out when they have things that I might not have, or they'll ask me beforehand, or maybe just a lot of times it's not even that, like, because I don't want to be that guy that always gets the heads up. I I like to, to hunt for things, and I like to still stumble upon these you know things that a lot of times you think don't exist anymore like just uh happen upon an estate sale and i found this uh h.e. lures uh decorations from you know way back in the day they're in mint condition like stuff like that still happens and it's fun to to share that so we a lot of times will share images of items we've found or items we've just purchased or just Really just sharing, you know, our collections and it's a lot of fun to have somebody that has the same interests, especially when it comes to Halloween and collecting because, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that collect things and um, I don't know how to say this nicely, but there's a lot of people that collect things and kind of keep it to themselves like I want to share everything that I find cuz I'm so excited to be able to show it to other people and I'm so excited and I hope other people are excited to see it but it's like you know being a little kid and finding that you know rookie card that you know is like hard to find or finding a toy that you know that nobody else has or you know somebody else is looking for and that's the fun part for me is finding these things and sharing them with everyone. But yeah, another conversation I had with a friend of mine, a different friend, we talked about, you know, there are a lot of people that collect and never open toys or, you know, there, I said, you know, again, so whoever's keeping track, I don't know how many that is, but I will say, you know, about a billion times can't stop it. But anyway, He's a collector and – but he likes to open things and, you know, see how they work and play with them and, you know, that's fun to me. That's – I love hearing about that because there are a lot of people that want things not to be touched or archived or – and I get that too, but he will buy toys that he knows – are hard to find or you could be valuable or whatever and just open them right in front of people and you, you should see the faces that that they make it's it's kind of crazy but there are collectors like that so I mean you know there's comics that are slabbed in uh, plastic that will never be read and I get that because they're investments now but it's also weird you know we grew up that's the first thing we wanted to do when we bought the comic was just read it. So it's a it's a weird change to be you know at that age where comics and toys and and things like that are seen as investments instead of comics and toys. But back to the original story. So I, I talked to this other friend of mine who we share a lot of Halloween collectible uh, images and just. You know our collections, and hey, have you? Do you have this? Or hey, are you looking for this? Or you know, it's really cool. So, we started talking this morning actually, and he showed me a uh, image of an older, I think, '60s era die cut um, decoration. That was the uh, that was using the um, neon green. Now, that's what made me want to do this podcast so I've always you know everyone associates orange and black with Halloween those are the Halloween colors you know that's tradition and then slowly I guess there started to be incorporating other colors like green and purple but I and I'm still gonna do this because you know like I said this is a straight up I'm driving down the road this is all off the top of my head I have absolutely no notes but I want to go back and, and kind of pinpoint where those other colors got introduced into the Halloween color palette, I guess. So green is absolutely a wonderful addition to Halloween because it adds some variety. It's that neon color that, you know, just stands out so well. When the, uh, those decorations were originally made, they used the uh, neon green to kind of outline the topic this one in particular is the black cat so it's a black cat you know up on its you know legs and you know making that real mean face I guess and it's outlined in neon green and it just makes it stand out so well so I think part of the that introduction of the the neon green was maybe related to the monster craze back then because I remember seeing a lot of illustrations and You know things like that from that era having the neon I'm not really sure when purple was introduced that's one of the ones I want to you know do do some more research on but that neon green when it when it started showing up on things it looks so good and it made me you know want to know more about the colors and you know what colors do you associate with Halloween besides orange and black. Because, I mean, orange and black always going to be colored. I know yellow. Uh, I I distinctly remembering a lot of yellow in, in decorations and in anything to do with Halloween. And I think a lot of that probably has to do with candy corn, maybe. Uh, the yellow. And that, you know, that makes sense because candy corn's associated with Halloween. I don't know anyone that eats candy corn any other time of the year. I'm sure it's made, but... I don't see one person who eats candy corn. I mean, I don't know how many people eat candy corn anyway. I'm, I'm of the earwax uh, group of when it comes to candy corn, Satan Satan's earwax, not, not the uh, sugary delight to me. Candy corn, I do not like, but there are a ton of people that love it. And I also, you know, I like it because of the colors. It's just gives you a good feeling to see candy corn, just those colors together. So I'll give it some points for that. But that may, you know, that I don't know if that's why yellow is associated with Halloween. Is it the candy corn aspect or is there something else? I know yellow was used um, in a lot of illustrations. I have some, some decorations that have yellow. But then I started thinking about, well, let's go back to like the teens in the early 20s when halloween like greeting cards and postcards and things like that started to become a thing they used all kinds of colors but the subject matter of a lot of those postcards was you know borderline halloween so because i mean halloween celebrations and and parties used to have like the fortune telling games and who's going to be your husband or wife games and things like that which i now wouldn't associate with halloween but the more i read and the more i look up stuff you you realize how prevalent that was back then but the color palette in you know 20s era united states halloween is way different than the color palette of 60s era you know 50s and 60s monster craze era of of the united states so I really just wanted to uh, stream of consciousness, like I said. This is completely a podcast uh, done out of the top of my head. I'm driving down the highway. Uh, I knew I wouldn't have to shift my car for a while, so I decided to just turn my phone's record function on and, and kind of completely go off the top of my head, which is fun because... I kind of get to just say whatever and hopefully it comes off more as a conversation to everyone listening and maybe gives you all a something to think about and I I, it's going to be pretty short because you know I don't have notes so there's only so much I can talk about when it comes to colors of of Halloween but I did want to approach that subject and kind of put it in in your in you guys heads. You know, where do these colors come from? I get orange and black because that's harvest things and pumpkins. And, you know, even though pumpkins weren't the original things that were carved. Somehow along the way, orange and black became the de facto uh, Halloween colors like red and green is Christmas. But, you know, there are other colors associated with Christmas, too. There's, you know... There's stars and, and you know, but it's mostly red and green. When you see red and green together, you either think how, uh, you either think Christmas or Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I always think Nightmare on Elm Street first, just because. But orange and black is that you know that is Halloween, and there's not really any other association, as far as I know, or can you know think of. It's not like there's a college football team that's orange and black or well yes there is i guess oklahoma state there's i'm just making myself look like i don't know anything but uh i'll end the podcast there i i want to really go back and research some of these uh color choices and and get some more information for you because like i said i love sharing this information with everyone and i hope that there's someone out there that doesn't already know everything i'm talking about and even if you do, I hope that you appreciate the, just the conversation because I, I love to talk to people about Halloween. I am a true blue introvert. I am probably the, you know, look up introvert in the dictionary. That's my picture, like not smiling and waving back at you, but with my head down and just kind of like, oh, that guy, like, what's, what's his problem? It's like, oh, well, I'm an introvert. I'm kind of weird. You know, if you meet me, I either I'm not going to talk to you at all and you're going to think I'm just some jerk or I'm not going to shut up because I find some common interest with you and I'm excited about it. So like I said, that's it. I am almost to my destination. I kind of started the podcast into my drive. I had to wait until I was on the highway where I wouldn't have to shift, but I am almost here. So I'll leave you with that. I'm going to find out why Neon Green and purple were introduced into the palettes of Halloween, and I'll let you know next time. So, as always, preserve Halloween.